Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Woo! Welcome to it. Uh, we are back. Oh my god, my printer is the absolute pits. I got a printer that is... Oh not, yeah? Like, I had to backwards make it compatible because they stopped mm -hmm. offering support for this particular printer. It's like, um... Cancel that. It's, uh... Was it an HP? No, it's like some weird office printer that I bought secondhand. And they were like, hey... Here's a printer for sale. I'm like, great, I'll take it. And they were like, we what don't... Is it inkjet? Is it inkjet? No, it's a laser printer. Ooh. So I was real excited to get it for um, doing loan closings and stuff like that. Mm. And I can't... It's so hard to get it to work on my, on my, my laptop because they don't offer support for it anymore and they just do it to hurt me, I think. Oh, <laughs> So then I wind up standing up like I am now, mm -hmm. getting it to turn on, <laughs> going to like the printer list, it's connected, so we'll see if it prints. Uh, probably not though, because I'm an unlucky soul. Uh, how you been lately, of late? I've been good. You know, I feel a lot better. I've been working. Yeah. Uh, I'm back to work, by the way, Yeah, so that's fun. How's the school? Uh, it's all right. I mean... They haven't figured out, like, busing for the city or anything yet, so we're missing, like, a lot of kids. But we have the Long Island kids come in, because mm. Long, Long Island has their busing set up. But So right now, in my class, we're a class of six, we only have one kid. Then we have two kids coming in next week. Mm. So okay. it's not as stressful, but still, it's a lot of work, because the kids that stay home, you have to do it, like, remotely. Okay. And that is a pain. It seems like it would be. Yeah, it's it's a pain. It's a lot of paperwork. That's all. Are you worried about like getting the Rona? No, because we took precautions with that. Like we have to come in with our masks on every day. We do like a temperature check, mm -hmm. which doesn't really do much, but you know it's better than nothing. Yeah. And you have to sanitize everything every like fifteen minutes. So it's you know. I don't think they. I don't think they do enough in my office, in my personal opinion, but. No? Do you wear a mask at least? Oh, I do, yeah. I'm like, no screwing around, you know? I shouldn't be worried about this printer right now, even though it is, like, all-consuming on my stupid brain. I'm like, oh my god, it's still off plane line, and I just don't know what to do about it. It's fine. It's fine, we're here to talk about Stargate, not about my stupid shrimp scampi problems. <laughs> it, uh, I should just know. It's Listen, I know. It's just as much butter as I want, and as much garlic as I want. That's it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> I uh, I joke around, and whenever a recipe says uh, it's a teaspoon, unless I'm baking, uh, I'm like, "Hey, man, teaspoons are for baking. Anything that says use a teaspoon of spice, it means tablespoon, and it's a typo." <laughs> mm-hmm. Because if I'm making a savory dinner, and they're like a teaspoon of garlic, I'm like. You are incorrect about how much garlic is about to get in this dish. I mean, garlic is pretty strong, though. Like, you can tell if something has too much garlic. It's like, oh. No such thing as too much garlic. Really? Oh, my God. We go, we, you know, you buy the, the minced garlic and it's in a little jar or whatever. Mm -hmm. We buy the jarlic. Which is like the big one that's like this big on the bottom shelf. Oh, with the, cl with the, with the clothes in it already? 
yeah, oh, it's all minced, but they have like in the produce section they have different shelves of different sizes that you can get. You can get like the little squat one that's like this, and then they have one that's like that big, and then they have garlic, which is like if if you listeners don't know about like the size of garlic, it's on the bottom shelf of every one of those garlic displays. And it's probably for like a, an emergency in a restaurant. That's how big. Yeah. Our our garlic is so big, and we go through so much of it. Like at least we buy one of those a month. Oh wow! There's jar. There is garlic in every single dish we make. <laughs> like if I'm like, I just buy the. Go on. I just buy the fresh garlic, like the actual. Oh, the the cloves of garlic, and I crush them and stuff. Yeah. Oh my that takes so long it does but it does make a difference because it's fresh so i ain't got that kind of time on my hands we're over here recording this now and i have to cook right afterward so i'm gonna need to you know chip 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 i don't have time to be cutting the amount of garlic that is in every dish that we make it would <laughs> the entire bulb i would have to sit there chopping the entire bulb <laughs> i'm like oh i don't have entire bulb time no, I only use the the garlic when like I have like a turkey or something because I'm not chop I'm not cutting up garlic, although I have done it and it's long and painstaking. That's why we don't do it. We used to <laughs> for like two seconds. I was like, oh look, fresh garlic, and then uh, like two uses in, I was like, where's the garlic? I don't, I don't get like this, this is this time. is BS. <laughs> I'm like, what's this? Somebody already did this for me. And I don't I don't consider it cheating if I don't chop my own garlic. I make my own zoodles as it is. Mm. Because we do. Uh, I've also, I've also been in a '90s kick lately, mm-hmm. like listening mm-hmm. to '90s music. Because I refuse to call it mom and dad music. I swear to God. When you when you said that, you're like the audacity. I was like, is he taking a shot at our software that we record this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> is that a '90s thing? I don't know. How long has audacity been around for? An eternity, I feel like. <laughs> no, but because at work, because I we have we work with a lot of like millennials and stuff, like. And they're all like, oh, you listen to 90s music? That's like mom and dad music. And I turn and I'm like, what did That's, you just say? Those aren't millennials. You got Gen Zers on your hand there. Oh, okay. Well. Because we are, you and I, are Xennials. We're on the border okay. of Gen X and Millennial. Millennials all have kids oh, and we? bought houses already. They're already done and old and and beaten down. Oh, so it's these are, these are Gen Zers that That's I'm right. arguing with. That's right. Anybody under the age of like 26, I want to say, or 27, those guys are all Gen Zers. Okay. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. That is nuts. I know. And they are very annoyed. So if you really want to get under their skin, be like, whatever millennial, and they'll be like, you, no, we're not. <laughs> be like, because the, the millennials are the kids of the late bo- uh, boomers. So the end tale of boomers have the millennials as their kids the gen zers are our kids oh god gross right gross i don't like that i don't like that at all all the gen x uh kids all the gen x kids had the gen z kids that's why they're like anarchistic and shit and and stuff like that like that's that's our influence on them that's our legacy I'm afraid That's so, nice. but we were too nihilistic to do anything about being anarchistic, so. <laughs> Weird dichotomy, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. So there you go. So then now you know that. You know who's also anarchistic? Oh, uh, Apophis. 
No, I'm kidding. He likes Law and Order. I was gonna. I was, no, it's. I was gonna say the Jafar, and then you what? know lead into Apophis, but Apophis is like a kamikaze pilot. <laughs> <laughs> like he got shot down, and he was like, mm, "I might as well blow up the entire planet Earth with me because uh, these dummies are gonna bring me right to it." I sure enough they do. So in the cold open. There's a little space battle action, and then they go down to a, a desert planet. Because they, they were looking for the Tok'ra. Right, they were like, hey, the Tok'ra said, come on by, so here we are coming on by. But nice lounging, Daniel. He's like doing some Mr. November pose over there. He's like... Right? Oh, right by the never, gate, like, hey, guys. They're never going to come here. And I'm like, all right, calm down, man. Let's tell stories. I'm like, they're not, they don't want to see you looking like that, that's for sure. They probably saw that and left. And I'm saying he's in the presence of like military people. They can't tell him to straighten up. Yeah, but I mean he's a civilian and everything, but still like if I if that were me that walked in and just saw like that level of lounging, I'd be like, Nero, are you gonna go play your fiddle someplace else? What are you doing, Mr. November? Get out. <laughs> go somewhere else with whatever this is. Tilk notices some incoming craft that no one else can notice. I guess he has very good senses. Yeah, he has like Hawkeyes, because no one else saw that. Yeah, he's like, my spidey senses are tingling, if I knew that reference. <laughs> but I am Teal, so I do not know that reference. Uh, no. Although I saw it on TV, so I kind of know. <laughs> uh, it crashes, and it's Apophis. And he was like, help me. So pathetic. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. Dang. Oh, me or him? You. That was actually pretty good. That was a good, that was a good impression. <laughs> Thanks, I'll be doing a stand-up set later this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, you're not allowed to do stand-up comedy anymore. It's the end of the world. No, you can do stand-up comedy, you just have to make it PC and like not be funny. Oh, that's not what I meant. You don't have to do that at all. If uh, Jesselneck or any of those guys are the standard to go by, you most certainly don't have to do that. Uh, I'm saying you can't have a, a comedy club in which to fill the seats. <laughs> Oh, yes, that's true. You have to do it, like, uh, on Zoom or something. Uh, yeah, and that's... I don't know. It's not lame, but it's pretty lame. It's both things. It's horrible. It's not lame and simultaneously lame at the same time. That's the end of the cold open. It's a really quick one. It's just, uh... Sexy Daniel, Puff is asking for help. The end. Now, in my opinion, when Jack walked over there and saw who it was, and the fact that he did not shoot him immediately is bananas. I would have shot him yeah, that... more than once. Like, disappearing levels of Zat gun and bullets. <laughs> I would... After he disappears from the Zat gun, I would shoot the empty space where he was again, just in case. Mm-hmm. With Tilk staff. Yeah, I'd be like, this cannot be. And they're like, oh, don't you think we should uh, take a back? I'm like, what? Yeah, and then after I do that, I would say, no, that's a clone. Let's go find a real Apophis. Because mm. this is too easy. Yeah, like, I'd be like, just no way. But they do. They take him back to the SGC. And they're like, uh, put him in the dungeons forever. That's Hammond. He's like, stick this guy in the dungeons. And Janet's like, I have to do surgery. I'm like, can't that symbiote heal him, though, Janet? Honestly, it can. Do we have to do surgery? Do yeah. we have to? Yeah, Hammond's like, mm, I'll allow it. <laughs> 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 what an old soft, eh? 
Now he's an old softy. So what was done to him is a method of execution. That's, and Sam has happened to remember that uh, Jolinar also was tortured in this way. And she's like, ooh, shuddering and has to leave. Because, like, PTSD. Sam's got some PTSD issues she needs to work out. Mm-hmm. Daniel said that Apophis said to him that we would show compassion to our worst enemy. And we did. I'm like, boy, that's true. But Daniel's got... I mean, this is... I'd be jumping around a little bit. Because Dan, Daniel doesn't get in there for a little while longer. But uh, Jack's like, hey, we should get all the info we can and then kill him. <laughs> yeah. I don't like I couldn't agree more. Apophis then wakes up and he tries to bargain a new host for some information. He's like, hey, if you get me a new host, I'll tell you. I'll tell you whatever you want. And I'm like, Jack's like, uh, go to hell, man. No, absolutely not. We're not doing that. Who's going to volunteer? He's to like, I'll tell Right. Go on. I always think they'd get like a homeless a homeless person or somebody like with a terminal disease to do that. Well, that's what they did with with Sam's dad. But yeah, uh, that's what I always thought that they would do it with somebody who had an ailment already and who's dying. Uh, but the the bad guys go people they they don't they're like whatever. <laughs> they're yeah, like any know. any port in a storm. Sokar will come destroy Apophis and Earth. Because uh, that's who was torturing Apophis, was uh, the system lord, Sokar. And Apophis is like, good, because that was the whole point, that he would come and destroy this planet. And he's like, at least I could get something I like out of my own death. And he's like, yeah, okay. Uh, Sokar is indeed the Egyptian god of death, like of actual dying death. And they were like, people feared him, but they didn't, because uh, Egyptians really enjoyed the afterlife. Like They were really into it. But, you know, whatever. I guess that just plays into current humans' fear of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to the gate room, and the iris is closed. And, uh, so, so, and Sokar's, like, gonna try and come through, so he's, like, melt, melting it. That's further down, too. They jump around so much back. It, are all the 90s shows like this? I don't even remember. Yes. Where they're just, like, constantly jump-cutting to new things. Because, like, it, it's coherent while I'm watching it, but as I take notes on it, I'm like, this is all over the place. And they're like, the the gate is closed. Daniel's doing a thing. And then back to the gate and it's melting. Is it? And then back to Daniel and then back to the gate. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, how do I not have neck issues? Uh, Daniel's like, hey, I think you should let me interrogate Apophis. And they were like, sounds like a good idea. And I'm like, it does not sound like a good idea. It sounds like a personal idea. Yeah. Because he has a dark streak in him. Yeah. I'm like, this is unwise. Who's greenlighting this? Do not do this. <laughs> he's not going Yeah, I'm like, at what point do you think he's going to ask questions about the invasion of Earth, modern technology, gold technology, or how much of the time is he going to ask about his wife? Because it's 100% wife, 0% Earth. Maybe 5% Earth. I mean, that is generous of you. You are a generous sort. <laughs> Like, uh, Earth will be like, a, oh, by the way. Yeah, really? Uh, Daniel, um, he starts taunting Apophis. He's like, I know where your son is. And Apophis is like, like, good. I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, no, he's like, he was taken. He's like, yeah, taken by me. Ha! And, uh, but yeah, like, but Apophis, like, didn't really care that much. Like, that was, like, just some experiment he was running. He was like, 
oh, maybe I can make my own vessel or whatever. And then they thought that, that uh, Haukur took the sun, but Daniel was like, it was me. He was like, it doesn't matter anyway because I'm already over it, you sucker. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, he was like, I don't care. And he was like, damn it. That was my that was my in. And he was like Yeah, that was his tr- that was his card. <laughs> he was like, That's a crap card, Daniel. What are you doing? How on earth do do you honestly think that that gold would have even thought for like two seconds? He's like, Oh, my darling boy. His he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah, he he doesn't care, he just cares about power. He doesn't even care about his own like gold son that's in Alexis Cruz or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Corel. Yeah. Or whatever. He, like, mildly cares about that. And very mildly. He's like, yeah, hey, push this button. Oh, you can't do it? Fine. I'll do it myself. I'll I don't you. need you. I'll kill you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then Daniel's like, I'm going to kill you. And Apophis is like, yeah, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Daniel does not kill him. I'm like, man, you're the worst. You're the. 100% worst at this game. You have to. Papa s- should have been like, I told you. Yeah. You were like, you have to at sometimes be like willing to do the thing you're threatening to do. And you have to at least give off the vibe that you might. Well, he can't do that because he's the conscience of the whole team. Like, it's unlikely. Because if it was that. Because, like, if it was up to Jack and Sam, like, well, we saw what happened in the other universe with no Daniel. Yeah, really? <laughs> so, like, a lot of people. Think that, like, if I tell you that I'm going to kick your ass, like, they believe that this will come to pass. Like, that I can kick their ass, that it's likely. Right? Would you agree to that? Yeah, because I guess that's how you carry yourself. But this is untrue. I will not kick your ass. Unless I have a weapon. Well, they don't... (laughs) <laughs> well, they don't know that, but it's it's how you carry yourself. Because you see, Daniel doesn't carry himself like a you know headstrong kind of guy. He carries himself as like the nerdy, unsure of himself kind of person. Unless he's talking about like archaeology. I would put the literal fear of God into Apophis. I swear to you. <laughs> even though like I have no follow through on it, he'd still believe me. But nobody's gonna believe Daniel. He doesn't even remotely come across like the kind of guy that's absolutely gonna kill you. Yeah, he's he's non-threatening. Oh my goodness. And that is hilarious to me. Uh, now they get the Tokra to come in. Go on. No, I was going to say Teal'c on the other hand. <laughs> right, Teal'c does go in there at some point, right? Oh, that's down the line. See? Mm-hmm. Jump, jump, jump. Uh, jump into the Tokra, who's like, yeah, we're coming in. And uh, there's Martooth. Martooth. Hey. Hey. Uh, they come through and they're like, Oh, hi, Earth. How's it going? No, that wasn't us that called you. It was probably Apophis. You should get rid of him. Now. Uh, just chuck, just open the gate, chuck him through, and close the gate. That's it. Just just get rid of him. And they're like... And of course, Hammond says no. Yeah, they're like, eh, it's fine, I bet. And then Lancash takes over from Martouf. He's like, oh. Oh, you think it's going to be okay. Well. Yo, he, he rips them a new one. I know. It's so good. He's like... <laughs> I've never seen people be more wrong in my entire life. And I've been alive for 2,000 <laughs> years. And nobody's been more wrong right? than you all are right now. <laughs> you guys are so wrong. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Mm. So they go to visit Apophis. And Apophis is dying. He's dying. Like the, the gold symbiote itself is dying. And uh, his host pops through. 
Which I thought that was the saddest thing. Oh my god, like, that start, really broke my heart. Uh, yeah, that was heartbreaking when you hear when you hear the host talk for the first time, and he's like, "Where am I?" And then Daniel does a funerary rite, which is outstanding. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I was really moved at that point." No, the the one scene that got me was before all that when Sam goes in there and he's talking and she's talking to Janet mm-hmm. about if I, and then Apophis just looks at her and like. He stretches towards her and he's like, I sense a presence in you. Because oh. he senses Jolinar and he just does the creepiest like stare. And I'm just like, oh my God. And she's like, nope. And then just <laughs> spytails it out of there. Uh, he's like, you've been possessed by a ghoul. She's like, uh, no, I haven't. Uh, so, <laughs> oh my God. He's he's putting in the guy who plays Apophis is really like putting in the extra hours. Like he's doing great work yeah. here. I met him. I met him once Ooh. at um, what was it? At I think Dragon Con. Seems likely at, at some point. Yeah, that's where I met all my Stargate people. Was at Dragon Con. Even I met Jack O'Neill. <laughs> I met I met Ben Browder. <gasps> Me too. Dragon twice. Con. Oh my goodness, hard hard racing. And Claudia Black. I met. Was that the that. I don't know if you were there. No, they go. They must go a lot because I met them both at the same one too. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you were there that that year or that I met them. But oh my goodness, hearts are racing for both of those people. I was like, oh my God. Virginia Hay really had me for a loop. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I've never met Virginia Hay though. I met Claudia Black, Ben Browder, and An- Anthony Sim. I can't say his last name. Oh, I think he's like uh, a- Gargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like an entertainment lawyer or something like that now. Is he? He he doesn't act really anymore. Yeah. People just move on, which is wild to me. I'm like, really? Okay. Like the guy who played Ra, that guy, he does whatever he does now, modeling or something. Something non-acting. Yeah, I think he's still a model. He was just like, I mean, this was fun and everything, but no thanks. (laughs) This was cool, but I'm going to do something else. Yeah, so, all right, then. Do something else. So this guy's doing all all the acting lifting, and Sokar is trying to melt the iris so he can come through. And we can't dial the gate fast enough. Uh, but Sam's like, I've been working on a program. I'm like, on those Apple two E's, terrific. Can't wait to <laughs> take a look at what those look. Yeah, like. I love how it's like how everybody's amazed that like the ghoul has a particle accelerator. And he's like, yeah, he's shooting it at the iris, so he's going to melt the iris and probably melt the room. They're like, hang on, this Windows 2.1 is definitely going to be handled my new algorithm for dialing the gate. No, it's Windows 98. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it's it's Windows 98. Oh my god, those the computer is outstanding. Or XP. <laughs> XP is being generous. I'm telling you, th- those are some very old looking Windows. Like Home Edition? Oh my god. I love them so much though. Like I see those and I'm like, wow. I'm like, did we really work on computers with like this kind? And we certainly did work on computers with that kind of layout. And I'm like, what a like wild time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a wild thing we we're just allowed. We were like, and at, this the, is at that time, we thought we were like, you know, everything. Yeah, it took me like two days to download like one episode of Stargate off of a pirate site or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, this is acceptable. <laughs> Unbelievable. The future's so crazy. Anyway, I put a little pin and we talk about that in a second. 
the president of the United States says you should let Apophis die and then just chuck him through the gate. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But remember before when we were talking about how lives matter? So all, life is pre- all life is precious? Yeah, I got yeah, it. Okay. it. So precious, you guys. Uh, Teal gets the honor of carrying Apophis's dead body to the gate and pushing it through to the other side. Tilk looks real worn down over all of this because he like went in there at a previous time to be like, uh, you're the worst. I hate you forever. And I wanted to just, you know, to no one follows you anymore and we're never going to follow you ever again. And we'll eat more. We'll kill all your symbiotes. Yeah. Like it was, he's like, I just wanted to make sure that you could look in my eyes when I was like, no one likes you. (laughs) (laughs) Just so you know, no one likes you. Seriously. And so he looked like really like not tore up, but like like worn down, like a long sought victory, and he got it, and now he's like exhausted. I was like, somebody should take Teal out for drinks, because I mean, this boy needs a beer. Look at him. So. Well, he's relieved now because he Apophis is dead. He has nothing to like fear now. Mm. So he's like, ah, oh, finally. I'm sad for the host. Daniel seems to be really sad for the host. Uh, because well, how could you not be though? He's not sad that the host died. He's sad for the host because uh, uh, Martouf is like, oh yeah, don't even worry about it. Sokar can just revive him with uh, the sarcophagus and just torture him forever, probably. And that's probably what he's going to do. It's like, well, you know, you could have told us this yesterday. He got all these sweet funerary rites, and then now he's got to go back to being like, I really feel bad for the the host. Like the host, that yeah. is absolutely dis destructive stuff and this will speak volumes down the line when daniel's being an absolute penis to vala <laughs> i'm like oh my god me. i forgot about that he i totally forgot about monster that. to her and she's still into it and i'm like do not be into it girl you can do better than that go sleep with sam she loves him. Yeah, whatever go sleep with sam all i could think about is when they all age up and then they do like a time jump backwards at the very spoilers for like the very last season, like season 10 or whatever two season it was. All I could think mm-hmm. to myself is like, there's a little focus on Daniel and Vala there where they're like, let's focus on these two and what their situation is. And they never focus on like Teal'c and Sam and Ben. Well, Butter I think at that point, Sam goes and career and Cam. Oh no, this is while they're stuck on the ship for like 40 years. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They never talk about what's going on oh. with those three. I know what's going on with those three, and that's the one when he, where Daniel like berates her, yes. uh, Vala, yeah, for like a good like five minutes, and you're just like, dude, what the hell? For like literally ever, and the, you don't hear about like Teal, Cam, and, and Sam, and I'm like, that's because they're in a loving thruple, and none of them are sitting around <laughs> being like, you're a big pos. Uh, why you? I hate why you. you like why this? are you here? I'm like, geez, Dan, it's so mean. So I'll have a lot to say about that in like 10 years from now when we get up to that season. (laughs) But for now, I feel like Daniel should have remembered to be sad for the host because Vala used to be a host. An unwilling host. Mm -hmm. So I gave this episode... How many stars would you give this episode? I gave it a three. I gave it three and a half stars. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wow. Half stars for that uh, funerary rite. I get very into. I have a lot of Egyptian, uh, Book of the Dead kind of stuff on my bookshelf. If I know oh, okay. Very fascinating. I thought this was like um. I called it a bottle episode. I guess it's as bottle as Stargate would get get mm-hmm. because it's uh 
either in that medical room or in the gate room. And outside of the cold open, they don't leave the base. They don't go to another world. They just don't do anything. It's just... So for all the money they spent on putting Danielle in old age makeup as Michello last seat, last last week, they need to now save money by doing a bottle episode. And do a this bottle week. episode. This week. Yeah. They're like, we can't pay for any more sets. We really blew it all on that makeup on Danielle. <laughs> no new sets, guys. We're all inside today. <laughs> We're not going to. Nope, we're not. We're not. We're not filming on location. We're just going to be in this room. Yeah, like that is. And that would be weird for a mid-season finale. So maybe it wasn't. And it was episode 18 of the season. So. And you also find out that Apophis isn't really as big as you thought he was. Right. I know this isn't the end of him. Yeah. And they're like worst ghouls out there. (laughs) They certainly are. And down the line, they're going to have like a little meeting. And there's uh, Osiris takes yes! over Daniel's friend, his like little lady friend or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. the look that Ball gives her is so hot. I'm like, oh my god, that's so. Hot. Oh Ball. Uh, Cliff Simon is oh goodness, dear me. He does some show on the Travel Channel now. I watched it. It's good. Well, him and his fine. clones, or just him? Just himself. <laughs> he uh, finds a lot of reasons to get that shirt off, and I appreciate him for that. Preview for next week. Oh, I didn't write down what it was, but I said I don't remember what this one's about either. <laughs> Except that it's Daniel <laughs> yeah, I, Heavy. I it's what? Daniel Heavy. Oh, I don't remember this one either. I'll have to look and see. It's uh, episode two by 19. One False Step is the name of the episode. Okay. And there's a village and a sound, some plants, natives questionable natives i really have no recollection that this episode ever happened it's like it's, it's like a mad libs episode but i remember like in the in the trailer for it there's a lot of daniel in it okay but that's what i remember about that now i'm gonna confirm or deny a rumor i heard on the internets because the internets cannot be trusted prime video <laughs> ah stargate sg1 is back on prime video and so is... Is Uni- it? Yes. And Atlantis and Universe and the movie. All on Prime. Back. But why did, they, why did they take it off? I don't know, but I'm so delighted that it's back because when you watch it on Hulu, because my Hulu is attached oh, God, to my yeah. Spotify, I got the commercials. And I'm like, balls. And they're not even commercials from the 90s. They're just ads for... Which, all they are is like prog- progressive commercials. That's all I get. And uh, medical ailments I don't have. And cars I don't want to buy. <laughs> I watched that documentary, The Social Dilemma, and it's fine. How is it? It's fine. I mean, watch it if you'd like, but uh, it's not bad. But it certainly didn't like raise my paranoia, nor- paranoia level the way I think they think it's going to. It's about advertising through social media and things like that, and uh, it's mostly. It's like when uh, they when they bring it's like when they bring out those vegan uh, documentaries, and people are like, "Oh my god, I can't eat meat now." It's like, no. That didn't really sway me. No. Usually they're showing um, like a farm and neglect or something like that in those. Like they're not showing like small time farmers or uh, cruelty free farmers and, and things like that. They're just showing like, I mean, the factories are horrible, of course, but um, I like steak and that's the end of that. But in this one, they're talking about like kids and their addiction to the phone or whatever. And I believe that there is an addiction because halfway through the documentary, I looked over at my husband and he was checking Facebook. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, oh, wow. But they're like, they target these ads at you and they want you to engage longer and longer. And I'm like, they must be so annoyed with me personally. <laughs> because I leave mm-hmm. this dumb phone on silent all the time. I, f- I forget to answer people back. I just don't, not engaged in that way. And out of all <laughs> the social sites, YouTube is doing the worst job. Because that is where I get all the ads for things that I will never buy. And I do not want to use. <laughs> so, got anything to plug this week? I do. My friend Theo has a bakery. Mm. And they do delicious cakes and macaroons. She specializes in macaroons. I love a macaroon. So, if you want so if you want to reach her, her, the, her addresses are www.facebook.com slash bake by fiore that's f-i-o-r-e our instagram is uh at baked by at baked underscore by underscore fiore f-i-o-r-e and her gmail is uh baked by fiore f-i-o-r-e again at gmail.com she will deliver to lehigh valley pennsylvania in north new jersey but if you are in New York or any other state and you want it uh, delivered, she can negotiate shipping prices with you. So check it out. Great. We'll put a link in the description below. Uh, as always, go listen to Last God Standing after this. And let us know which god or goddess you think should or should not be in these top whatever. Whatever. You know what's happening here. Until next week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.